Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton-Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning. This is Merritt Hamilton-Allen, and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. Gary, we had a pretty good week in D.C. Now, of course, I'm back uh, back home in New Mexico, but the Surface Navy uh, Association Symposium never fails to delight. Yeah, you're, you, you, you're nearing a record, or you have a record for... The, the number of times you've attended. I'm nowhere near your record. Yeah, if, if I go next year, it will be my 20th year at uh, Surface Navy uh, Association Symposium. But it's, I think it's an interesting show because uh, there are so many military symposia and trade shows, and uh, just the, the amount of actual active duty fleet participation in this show is always impressive. Yep. It's good to see sailors and uh, young and the old and uh, everything in between there. Yeah, so many trade shows are just vendors talking to other vendors. And so I, I always enjoy Surface Navy. And, of course, Fox Optima uh, was running our NAVC clients booth and uh, looked like uh, the speakers went off without a hitch. And I thought the uh, audio was really good this year. And um, <clears throat> one thing you see at that show is that, um, and pretty much all the shows we do with it for that for our Navy client, our NAVC client, is that they uh, definitely get a big crowd whenever they have speakers. And uh, I mean, so the speakers really get uh, a lot uh, of attention, and then they get a lot of uh, play in the in the publication, trade publications. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Uh, uh, we have a. Uh, I think we've got a pretty good sound system now because that can be the challenge. Is uh, if you're having a speaker in your trade show booth, making them heard without drowning out every other booth. Well, the other thing I'll tell you that this is that one of the pet peeves of of me is that uh, of mine I should say is that uh, when you walking any kind of show like that, any trade show, you walk around and you see video playing on a screen. Uh, and the video is what they may, maybe they show it, uh, you know, at the, a company will show those things that they're um, inside their business, in their office uh, in the lobby or something. But you go to a trade show and you see that and you don't see any closed captioning and you're like, okay, it's just pretty or ugly pictures and I have no idea what they're about. So that always kind of drives me crazy. Um, so, hey, trade show companies that go there, uh, put uh, put captions on your on your video so people actually have some reason to understand why you're there. And, and okay, really, I'm off if my... you're going to buy, Go no, I've got a soapbox. I've got a soapbox. If you're going to buy music rights, make sure they actually make sense for your production. Do you remember? This must have been ten years ago, when uh, Lockheed Martin had the flash dance theme for their video. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that actually. Maybe because they were given. Anyway, I don't remember that specifically. No. Yeah, because when I think about um, global combat domination and um, uh, uh, deadly aircraft, yeah, a ripped sweatshirt, um, dancing in jo with joy through an abandoned warehouse. I, I'm not getting those images together. <laughs> See? So that's my be... soapbox. <laughs> this just puts a nice happy face on, or it's an inspiring face, uh, if I remember that scene correctly. 
Okay. Right, right. Oh, so yeah, the, the you know the, the next thing we're going to see, you know, um, uh, uh, general dynamics, uh, you know, showing uh, uh, submarine sailors oh. getting ready for a drill to "I'm so pretty." <laughs> well, the other, the other thing, that, right? The other thing that gets me about these things, I get a, such a kick out of it, and um, um, when when you look at the uh, the the trade publications um, that have the full page ads for like a, a ship or an aircraft or a weapon system. <laughs> you're like, uh, you're just like, uh, what's it going to take? What's it going to take for me to put you in one of these babies? You know, <laughs> like, what are they going <laughs> to, what, what are they going to put the price, put the lease price down 24 months? Uh, I get a kick out of that. Yeah. Stuff. Let, me, let me talk to my manager. Cause I want you to drive home this M1 Abrams today. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Then you go, yeah. Then you go back in the booth and you have, and you watch the fight between the manager and the, and the, and the sales guy. Noah. All right. right. <laughs> Cause this soldier, this soldier really wants to kill people. Come on. <laughs> That's right. Oh boy. You never, we never know where this show's going to go from moment to moment. <laughs> And perhaps we've been at defense trade shows too long. I think I that think perhaps is the that, whole point of this threat. That's right. Um, well, heck, you. Uh, so uh, we've had a, we've had a bunch of good shows. We had a great show last week, and uh, and uh, I think before we had our guest last week, I'd uh, I'd, I'd gone over th- with you some of the things that about uh, about satisfaction from employees and things like that. But I would thought it. Um, um, since this is the brand ambassadors, I think it would be good to talk a little bit, if you don't mind, about uh, about personal brand and how it affects. Um, uh, and we've talked about it a lot, but um, I think there's some aspects we haven't uh, mined yet in, in terms of what it means for people joining the workforce. Yep, for it. Oh no, absolutely. I think, yeah, I am. I think uh, that's a, a great discussion because. Um, uh, all of all of our employees, um, all of our colleagues, are all unique. And how do you set yourself apart in your workplace in a good way? Yes, we're all different. I'm not. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right, minute six. We already have a Monty Python reference. All right there, we go. Uh, it, I saw some. One of the things I was in researching, I saw uh, uh, something from uh, Forbes. Uh, talking about in, in this discussion of personal branding, and uh, it, it talked about um, the age at which um, uh, children become uh, get a digital footprint, and it's it's actually kind of scary. But once again, you think about it and how much it impacts your whole life now. Something that didn't even exist before at all. But it says that under the age of two is the now the the average age when a um, a human being begins to get a digital footprint. Uh, I think I can wow. attest to that for my grandson. He's, uh, you know, he's, he, I mean, he's, he's on ABC Mouse. His mom, my daughter, has got him on ABC Mouse all the time, doing, uh, you know, whatever they're doing, and he just navigates his way around. And, you know, and and uh, when he was when they were visiting over the holidays, uh, he was he was like saying to his dad, uh, you know, Dad, where's your iPad? Um, so it, it's it, so so, but then you take that. And think, well, um, at what age do you? At what age do you not forget about the birds and the bees? At what age do you tell your children now? Let's talk. We it's a, now it's the time when Dad and I need to talk to you about your digital footprint. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can picture is NSA building algorithms to see if your grandson is choosing the right letters, <laughs> right? And what that might mean for future terrorist activity. But uh, boy, I mean, it's uh, 
we know that. I mean, when you're when you're in the business mm-hmm. of uh, when we are looking to hire someone, and uh, by the way, we are. <laughs> um, but when we're looking to oh, hire, oh yeah, go, go to dot slash careers. We got a lot out there, y'all. Yeah, we 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 have some. We we need we have jobs that need filling, uh, and that's a good thing. For good thing, it's a good thing for potential uh, employees, and it's a good thing for us and our clients too. Um, but at any rate, uh, of course, the logical thing is we're going to we're we are going to look at their uh, their social their their digital footprint. We're going it's it's natural. You're going to say, what's this? What do we know about this person? Uh, you know, check them out on LinkedIn, check them out on Facebook, check them out on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, and see what they're about. And, and that tells you who they are to a certain extent. Absolutely, and we've also had employees. Um, uh, take their professional uh, concerns into the personal. And there's nothing more fun than um, signing onto Facebook and seeing one of your employees is really happy to unhappy to the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So, so I will tell that, you, you know, you are certainly um, um, uh, much more active in social media than I am. And I need to get a little more active for, because here's the thing. And it's, 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 it, it's good, but it's also, um, something to navigate that I don't know that I've totally navigated it properly or understand how to navigate it properly. You know, where does your, what's the gray area? Where does your personal digital footprint and your professional one, how do they interact and what does it mean when you, when you, you know, you say something. So how it's, it's interesting. I remember when I retired from the Navy, I was thinking, okay, now I'm, I'm, Okay, now I can tell the world everything I think about things. But then, doggone it, social media popped up, and no, I can't do it again. I can't say everything I want to say. But you do. I don't know. I kind of do. I do on Facebook. I don't on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, you'll discover that I'm fascinated by the defense industry and macroeconomics. And on Facebook, you will see that uh, I love doxins, bourbon, and feminism and really, really obnoxious humor. And I'm okay with that brand, but also, you know, it's different when you're um, a middle-aged woman who's 25 years into her career and owns the company. That's very different from uh, an employee starting out or someone in a large company looking to uh, uh, make waves and be upwardly mobile. So th- this is going to be one of those don't do as I do. Well, I say one thing do is, I, uh, I think one thing that's good uh, about the way you handle it, and I think that that. Uh, that uh, the entire company then follows that to a certain extent is that um, not trying to uh, be overly shy about uh, opinions about what you what you feel. So when someone comes to work, uh, potentially comes to work for Vox Optima, they you know we're not we're not pretending or hiding what our views are on different things, and we all certainly do not have share. Uh, there is not a unanimity among the, the the views of the folks in the company, and that's a good thing. Um, but the, when they come no, to talk to you, you're not, no, you're not pretending and, you're not something you are. You know, you, you are who you are. Right, right. And certainly we see political uh, uh, posts. Um, but, you know, we also have our Vox Optima page. And our Vox Optima page is about promoting Vox Optima. Now, in my uh, personal time, I'm kind of all about promoting Vox Optima, but in a different way. And you're right. You can tell what's authentic from a person, to use a phrase from uh, last week's guest, Jeffrey Candelaria, what's authentic and what is corporate. 
So uh, I think I think we should talk more about that. We're coming up on the break. We're talking about personal branding for individual employees, for rising executives, for uh, uh, entrepreneurs creating startups, building your personal brand on the brand ambassador. Send us your uh, questions at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen with Gary Potterfield, and we will talk to you after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin, good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K. on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Potterfield, along with Merritt Hamilton Allen. And uh, today we are talking about personal brand and anything else that happens to pop into our minds as we go through the hour. And um, 
Uh, Merritt, uh, one of the things I was thinking about is the fact that um, as in discussion about uh, people and their personal brand, taking it all the way from the time of being uh, 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 brand new in this world all the way up until through your work life. And um, it's today, unlike when we uh, joined the workforce, um, I feel like uh, every employee, every person uh, kind of needs to think of themselves as a as, as a one person business. Uh, because of the number of times they move from uh, place to place, it, uh, it's up to uh, the average now, according to, I think, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, is uh, 10 jobs in, in a lifetime. Um, I was counting mine up, and uh, I actually, I only have three real jobs, but that's kind of misleading, or maybe four. I can't even determine, really, because you know what, Merritt, you, when you and I were working together, we were with... with uh, before Vox Optima, uh, for that one year, I think we were we were three different companies. So I don't even know how many jobs I've had in my life. How many have you had? Well, um, I would say definitely three. I can definitely speak to three. But if I look at uh, my high school, college years, then I I can go up to six. And the other thing about it, think about this though, Merritt, what makes us a little different, I think we still fall into, kind of fall into that category of uh, having 10 or more jobs because in both of our Navy careers, okay, so great, uh, you know, we, whatever number of years in the Navy, I had, uh, you know, over 20 and um, every two or three years, you're packing up uh, the house, packing up the family, moving to a completely different part of the country or a different part of the world, taking you have a new boss, you have a new responsibility. So I kind of think it matches too that um, uh, we've been all over the place. you know that's that's true. And I'll tell you one area where I found I had to maintain my personal brand, and I think a lot of women go through this is when you get married and if you change your name. Uh, I think that's why we see the prevalence of so many women. Um, my age and younger, uh, keeping their maiden name, making their maiden name, uh, their middle name. Uh, I had a number of reasons for uh, uh, changing my maiden name, going from being Merritt Hamilton to being Merritt Hamilton Allen. One is I did have kind of a distinctive brand in the Navy. Um, I wear more lipstick than just about anybody I know in the Navy. And um, I have a name that uh, people can't tell is my last name, my first name, or if I'm a guy or not. So I kind of liked that. And I wanted to keep that. I also had a dilemma, um, and you can appreciate this, in that my maiden name, I was going by my middle name. Going by your middle name in the military can be a huge pain because no one wants to know your name. They just want to look at your record, see what they think your name is, and call you that. <laughs> and so my first name, as I was christened, happened to be Jennifer. And... I got really tired of my bosses calling me Jenny because they'd say, they'd say Jenny and I would be like, Who, where, where's Jenny? That's not me. So uh, I was not going to take, I was not going to change my name, but my husband, the brilliant lawyer, offered me a compromise that I could be uh, free of Jennifer forever, Jennifer forever and change my name from Jennifer Merritt Hamilton to Merritt Hamilton Allen. And so I rebranded myself in 1994 uh, for a lot of reasons, but a, a lot of it was, uh, it's a small, public affairs is a small community in the Navy. I was feeling like I was, I was uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, cutting a swath through it, um, being a little flamboyant, and I didn't want to dilute my brand. So uh, uh, that's how I renamed myself. And I think a lot of women do the same thing. They establish themselves and people know them um, 
uh, by their maiden name. And so, uh, you know, Emily, uh, uh, Emily Gerdick is, uh, uh, recently, uh, 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 you know, uh, married, uh, after she'd been in the workforce for a while and she's Emily McDonald Gerdick. And I think that's really important to women that we maintain our brand. My wife, uh, because in Italy, it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. Uh, the, uh, the, in Italy, uh, women maintain their, uh, their name. And, um, so in the, you may find now it'd be like the, the Potterfield family, but, uh, she maintains her, you know, she would maintain her, her name. So it gets a little confusing because you come to the States and it's done, it's done differently. And, and she's always been like, I don't understand that. Why, you know, you, you've lived your life and you're, and so what, after you, after 20 some years, suddenly you, 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 your identity of who you are and your family name is all gone. What happened? What, what what's that about? So um, it's an in, it is an interesting thing. Patriarchy down with patriarchy. <laughs> so right. So uh, but at anyway, Jenny, um, I thought um, uh, from now on we should we should uh, our theme song should be uh, should be the Tommy Two Tone song eight six seven five three zero nine Jenny. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or we just or we could just create a new well we'll create a new radio personality Jennifer Hall. Yeah, let's do that, uh, and we can and we can give we can hand out we can hand out the access cards to the building in lieu of pay. Uh, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Merit is on her for our office here at National Harbor. How many cards? How many how many access cards are you up to now? Three maybe? I don't know. She always oh, comes to the, she always she always comes uh, comes eastbound. It's perfect. What's that? Every every. Purse I own has an access card in it, so now I don't have well, to remember. It's perfect. <laughs> they should just sell them with those. Um, but at any rate, getting back to whatever the heck we were getting back to. No, the idea that um, that you know because of the fact that you move around, you you know some people literally, and this is becoming I think more common, particularly those that take on positions uh, in, as independent contractors, 1099 from the IRS point of view, um, uh, they incorporate. So they may work for, you know, so they may work for Vox Optima or then they move, move on to some other company. But really, it is their one person uh, LLC that's doing the working. So I find that I find that interesting. And uh, I think it's going to be happening more and more. Oh, I, abs uh, I absolutely agree. And I just um, uh, we have so many tools now to differentiate ourselves. Um, I, and I, I think you're you're beginning with the digital footprint. Uh, was right on because that is actually something uh, when we are hiring new people, we go and look at the profiles. We start with LinkedIn, we end with Facebook. Um, someday uh, I will care enough about in Instagram to go there. I think I have an account. Please follow me at whatever I am on Instagram. <laughs> That's a good name. I may, I whatever may see I your am. Comments. That's, that's whatever right. I am on Instagram. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's Merit Vox. That reminds me of uh, years ago when. Um, um, when someone, I don't remember what state it was in, I think it was California, someone ran for office and they changed their, they had their name legally changed to none of the above. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they ran for something. And then someone in the article I read, someone said, well, what, what do your friends call you? None of. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess the last name is the above. Um, but don't bump whatever that's whatever that relates to. Um, but so so the other part of this is that uh, when you continue on this whole thing about your personal brand, I, 
I don't know to what extent it's going to happen in the future, um, but uh, you know, in the Forbes article I read, it was talking about things that people people can and should do um, to maintain their personal brand, and uh, one of them is about uh, what about a web presence? Do you have a personal like a lot of people uh, get their own, you know, get a web address that's a web page that is them, uh, aside from the social media and profile. their portfolio, right, right, so. And so, it's either their it's either their portfolio or their CV or both. My daughter, my oldest, is uh, was so disappointed when she looked up and saw that because uh, she thought she was going to get Nathania.com because there's just not that many Nathanias on the planet, and um, uh, she was so disappointed to find that someone else had that one. So, um, and she wanted that email address like Nathania at, uh, at gmail.com, but someone had that already. So, so I'm Potterfield.com by the way is taken. That one's, I can't get that. So, darn it. I remember my um, uh, brother, when he went into academia, wanted to be drewhamilton.com, and he had to become drew-hamilton.com because um, it was taken, and that was 96. So, yeah, the, the, yeah there's the whole the whole URL thing. Uh, and But, you know, that, that matters. I think that's something you notice, too, in a company. Has the company... Um, you know, uh, gotten their own domain. I want to know that. Uh, I much prefer, even though Vox Optima is a Google Suite company or a G Suite company, which means um, it's Gmail, uh, it's really important to me that my email is meritallen at voxoptima.com. And it's important, I think it's important, really important for our 1099s, all of our employees. Uh, we've got a young man who is uh, Jason Trost, just joined the company. He is headed to Poland tomorrow. And uh, to take a seven-month contract we just picked up uh, with NATO. And it's really important to me that he's talking to our brand-new client as Jason Tross at VoxOptima.com. Right. That's personal branding. That's corporate branding. Well, it, it brings up another thought I have about, um, uh, remember, we've, got, we've gone through several iterations of business cards for different reasons, for changing addresses, mm -hmm. for changing uh, logos. Uh, for the company, branding, that, that part of the branding of the company, and the idea, well, what do I put on my uh, business card? And you look at things like, uh, you know, if you look at the formal position title maybe they have with our client, and you go, well, that doesn't say a darn thing about who they are. I always think that, uh, I, was one, I would say, you know, make your, if you're going to have a business card, do people still use them? Yeah, we do. But um, make it be meaningful about who you are and what you do. I mean, because it doesn't do Vox Optima any good for some of, for one of our employees to go out with um, um, with a with a business card that says um, what is it, what's the what's the common one about uh, uh, communications communication analyst, analyst. yeah communication analyst right what is that that's not going to get us work saying you're a photographer and you're a writer and uh, you know that's going to help uh, both the individual and it's going to help us so um, it's an interesting world to navigate now about uh, what you want to do with that uh, w both from a company level. And from an individual level about your personal brand and how you right. how you deal with it. Yeah. Right. I mean, do we still even really need um, a, a postal address, a physical address in mm. our business cards? Of course, then my favorite, uh, my brother, the academic again, his business cards never have a phone number on them because his personal brand says, don't call me. <laughs> well, you know, what was it, the, the days, uh, go back 100 years, when didn't they have people uh, maintain these, uh, they, they, they're, they're, what were those cards called? They weren't business cards. Like like if you went to visit someone, you would have a card. You'd, you'd oh, present call the, cards. 
calling yeah. cards. Calling card. Literally a calling card. Yeah. card. yeah, and they would just be a mm-hmm. card, wouldn't it? I think it would just be a card. It was the name. Yeah. Not, not, nothing more than the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of mm-hmm. a Zero Mostel thing that I'll bring up when we come back from a, from a movie. But uh, we are the brand ambassadors here, Merritt Hamilton Allen, Gary Potterfield, and uh, we've got about a half hour left on the show, and we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 866-472-5790. Give us an email. Send us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm, this is Merritt Hamilton-Allen. I'm with Gary Potterfield. Uh, please send us a question at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com or uh, call in our listener line at 866-472-5790. Uh, 
So, uh, Gary, you left us with a great teaser that, um, as we were talking about uh, 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 personal brand, uh, you were reminded of Zero Mostel. I'm intrigued. Please, Please tell me more. So it's the it's from the movie The Hot Rock. I don't know how many have you seen The Hot Rock? Did you ever see that one, Merritt? It's with uh, no, no. Oh, you've got to you've got to see The Hot Rock. It's got it's got um, it's got Paul Sands, got George Siegel, Robert Redford, um, and um, Ron Liebman. And it's a funny movie. It's based on a novel by uh, Donald Westlake. But at any rate, at one point, um, Zero Mostel is um, is is uh, Paul Sands' father, and he's just this. he he's the one of the guys that gives lawyers a bad name, uh, Zero Mostel is, and uh, so he comes up and uh, being introduced to all these criminals, and he and he goes and he comes out and he goes, gentlemen, my card, and he has his card, and he <laughs> he just shows it, he just he just goes around and shows it and puts it back in his pocket, you know, because he's so cheap he doesn't he can't even <laughs> my card and he puts it away. Oh goodness, they don't make movies like that anymore. And, and you didn't even see that one. No. You got to see it. It's a fun. It's hilarious. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go find it uh, as soon as we get off. Uh, get off the show, or I might even uh, just Google for it while I'm here and see how I can get it. Since <laughs> I live in the middle of nowhere and Netflix won't happen, I guess I'm going to have to probably order a DVD. Wait, wait, wait. You, you can't I, even. Wait a minute. You can't even get Netflix. No, I don't have the bandwidth for Netflix. All my bandwidth goes for the brand ambassadors because that's what's important to me. <laughs> that is what's important. So, uh, well, hey, I'll, I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll burn a copy and I'll give it to the Pony Express and they'll deliver it to you. <laughs> Golly gee, Merritt. I didn't, I didn't realize you couldn't even or you, or you could just, Or you could just, yeah, or maybe we could FaceTime and you could act it out in semaphore or something. <laughs> something like that. That's right. I never was a skivvy waver. Uh, so here we are talking about personal, personal (laughs) brand. There was an interesting article, um, a young sailor wrote, uh, and it's kind of making, making the rounds on, uh, Facebook in our Navy circles, basically saying the chief's mess, uh, is obsolete because they're not, um, uh, talking to deck plate sailors every day. And, uh, I found that interesting because, uh, I, I think the real story there is when you're new in an organization, you're defining yourself uh, and uh, your actions, your work product, your demeanor, your personality. Uh, even if um, you don't have senior leadership um, giving you uh, good feedback every day, that doesn't mean no one's paying attention. Right. Yeah. Oh no. People are paying attention all the time. It's what it's what what you know your life is made up of, and you come, and and again, I think for me, it, it's uh, I have been uh, over the years at different times um, um, surprised sometimes to hear what people I've worked with were thinking about, and I didn't realize some some things that they thought were important that I wasn't realizing were important to them, and it's uh, it's really something. Um, that we have to be aware of because you come into work. Uh, well, if you, unless you're teleworking, uh, you're coming in and, uh, you know, eight hours, nine hours, 10 hours, whatever it is a day. And you're interacting with all these other folks. And, um, and we're, people are always looking at what's going on. So, uh, by the way, uh, since you bring that subject up about what people are doing like that and, and what people are always watching, um, I just, 
again, was looking at something for um, statistics about job satisfaction, employee satisfaction. And uh, this this one uh, source that I'm looking at, um, let, me, let's see, let me give them credit where credit is due, the Society for Human Resource Management. They had a survey. And um, the very bottom item in terms of what's important and how and uh, how satisfied they are. I will tell you that the very bottom item in 34% of importance was an organization's commitment to an eco-friendly, sustainable workplace. So, Merritt, are we, doggone it, are we, are we eco-friendly here? We better be. I recycle. I recycle. Yeah. I, I cycle the first time. Compost. No, I recycle. It just seems too smelly. <laughs> uh, composting seems too smelly, but maybe we should get a composting bin, for, at least for our coffee grounds. We could donate our coffee grounds in National Harbor. Yeah, we can to do power, that. To power electric buses or something, I think. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, with with my my flight schedule, I'm afraid my carbon footprint is a 15 triple E. You're, you're something. Yeah, your carbon footprint. My goodness. Um, so in that survey, the top item, as one might expect, um, Maybe, maybe not. Um, the most important, 66% of folks thought it was very important, was respectful treatment of all employees at all levels. Um, but only 38% of those surveyed were satisfied that that indeed was taking place. A big gap um, between mm -hmm. the two things. And uh, that's a certainly, um, it was the number one item. And so I think it's, it's certainly think, true. And I think that's something uh, we have a hard time with at Vox Optima, and I know um, I, I tried to get myself out of this mode. Growing up in the military, um, if you have the if the military uh, shapes your work habits, you get very used to never getting praise. The only time leadership is going to come talk to you is if you've messed something up. And so you finally come to a mindset, your, your moment of self-actualization is, real, is realizing, oh, if no one's talking to me, I'm doing a good job. Right. Well, that's not real helpful with new employees. It's not really helpful in building teams. It works for the military for a number of odd reasons. But uh, I think, I think it, we can go as we, we could say brand acknowledgement is important. Uh, that, I think it's uh, particularly in a company the size of ours, but. I think it's a little bit, I think a slightly different take on what you said about the acknowledgement of the military. I think I, I agree with you in, in the fundamental sense, but uh, what I found is the sometimes in the military, um, whereas that folks would get, uh, you know, that the recognition they would get was uh, perfunctory. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't deeply meaningful sometimes. In other words, uh, you know, the, um, uh, uh, an end of tour award that, that is just you, you knew oh, that oh yeah you have to get the you have to get the award as opposed to someone over years I'm not putting down the the, the, the those awards but I, I think that uh, the oh, point is well. okay well the thing is at the end of the day what what matters more if you've been in for a long time what matters more wherever you are wherever job uh, getting something that you know that was uh, kind of required that the, your supervisor give you or do for you or so or sincerely coming up and saying hey great job um, but Merritt there's you know because in our little company you know there are times and I think it really has a big impact is when completely you know you just not expecting it and uh, and something nice happens whether it's a um whether it's a gift card or whether it's uh, you know uh, right. i think the very I, first year i worked for you it might have been a bottle of scotch you gave me but whatever it was you know the, yeah it's yeah it's something, it's something tangible 
people. And, well, of course, with the former military workforce, um, that goes a long way. But no, military awards, I, had, I got an expert. I was able to get an expert pistol medal or ribbon uh, because the range master knew I was on the awards board and I was a good writer. And we cut a deal that he would spend the time necessary with me on the range to shoot expert, and I would write his end of tour uh, citation for a Navy Com instead of a Navy Achievement Medal. So, um, so when you're bartering for, I was going to say, bartering for ribbons. That's we're 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 going to put the we're going to put the uh, the glass half full on that one and say, see, that's a very nice example of bartering. We should we should learn from that. Um, when I first got in, uh, <laughs> goodness, when I first came in, we, we they gathered everyone together when I, we were in Indianapolis at, at our at the school. Uh, they gathered us all together and they awarded this uh, this young woman um, a an Army Achievement Medal because she uh, rehabbed the the day room. I was like, okay, this is what we're boy. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'll be getting the Medal of Honor before long if this is the way things go. Oh goodness. But it is true. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, and that's that's also modern day military. I mean, one of my favorite things is a letter of appreciation from my dad for taking a um, artillery battery to Cuba in 1962. That's a really crappy time to go to Cuba. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that if. Um, uh, uh, you know, that happened in 2016, there would have been a medal or two out of that. But no, Dad just got a nice letter of appreciation. It's Thanks for going to Cuba day, and putting yourself at risk. And uh, yeah. It's the modern day equivalent of the participation trophy. Uh, it is the old, no, no, exactly. the modern day right. version of what we're talking about is the participation trophy, which, um, uh, of course, number two in that, uh, by the way, in that uh, survey was compensation and that it was the largest gap. And, and that's understandable. Uh, in other words, 61% of the folks said that was very important to them and 26% said they were very satisfied, but who's ever sat into, until you're, you know, until you're raking in, uh, you know, crazy amounts of until you're Jeff, Be you know, Jeff Bezos of uh, of um, uh, um, Amazon, you aren't uh, 106 billion or something like that. I, I could take a lousy billion. That would work for me. A single billion? Yeah, I think I, I think that would be enough. I think I, I would I would stop striving. Uh, I would stop striving after that. Back in but, the old days. Uh, we're talking Go ahead. about in. So I would say we're talking about uh, individual brands, and when we come back from the break, I definitely want to talk about what individual employees can do uh, to uh, grow their brand and make themselves memorable uh, without having to change who they are. I think I think that's important, and I, we'd love your feedback at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com, or you could call us at one 472 5790. We're talking about individual brand development in the workforce, whether you are an upwardly mobile employee, a rising senior executive, or an entrepreneur about to go on a startup. We've got, uh, I think, some good ideas and tips for you after the break. Come back with us.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Potterfield along with Meredith Hamilton Allen. And um, I was just thinking as we were coming back from the break, for some reason, things pop into my head, Merritt. I don't know why, but uh, I was thinking of um, the uh, further adventures of Nick Danger on uh, Firesign Theater and the commercial, because it was a commercial break, and um, the uh, the commercial for Loosner's Castor Oil Flakes, the all-weather breakfast. So I, I would like our show... <laughs> Why can't our show be sponsored by Loosner's Castor Oil Flakes? <laughs> anyway, we're back. We're talking about your personal brand and uh, and uh, some tips. Uh, uh, Merit teased with some that we're going to have some tips for uh, how you can uh, things you can do uh, to improve your personal brand within your uh, your work life. And Merit, you got any? Start us off. Absolutely, and I think it's personality based. Um, your upbringing, your education. Uh, why you are in the, uh, why you took the job, why you applied for the job and accepted the job you're in, all that uh, informs your personal brand. And as your employer, I want to know more about that. Uh, you know, some people, uh, 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 Becca Grapsey, man, Penn State for life. We knew that. Uh, uh, we also knew. She is a phenomenal baker. She inserted um, her personality into her work. 
and uh, that's that's definitely an example uh, an example I remember. And also, as employers, you know, being sensitive to uh, what people are into and uh, or what people are excited about, what they're not excited about. But everything that makes you you is part of your personal brand, and at least from my perspective, uh, Gary, tell me what you think. I like knowing about that. I like seeing that. Well, and that's the, uh, I think one of the, uh, the challenges of today's workforce, um, business life is the, is the balancing that. Cause you want to be, I agree. We want to know, uh, and, and we happen to be, uh, that type of a, a company, I think. And we're those kinds of folks that like to know about people and, and we want them to bring their personality. And we're always not only just their personality, but, uh, I think there's been more than one occasion when we've had people come into the company and we talk to them and they first get with us and we find out something they can do or something they've got a background in or somebody they know in in an industry and that leads us to something new uh, in a business sense. Uh, so that's really important. I think what happens, unfortunately, I think there's there's some folks are are, are um, a little gun shy uh, uh, these days when they take a job. They're worried that um, not just do I fit in, but is it okay if I express myself and show who I really am? Uh, are, are the things that I'm going to say going to get me in hot water or in some way or another? And so I think right. that you got to worry. I, I, it's a shame that that's the case, but it seems to be a bit, a bit of the case. And this, is, and this isn't uh, to mean that everybody needs to be an extrovert and bake cupcakes for their company. That's not everybody. Um, if you're a more reserved person, your work product is going to be what uh, stands out. And in a company of blabbermouths, not that that's what Vox Optima is, if you're a little restrained, restrained and reserved, you know what? that means it means when you say something we're all going to listen because you don't waste words like the rest of us do (laughs) so uh building on your own personality and uh your own strengths and people are interested in this and i'll go back to our trade show uh, example i've been going to this freaking trade show for 19 years and there's some people i only really get to have long conversations with at this show and i was uh talking with a gentleman uh i've known for some years and uh uh, talking about uh, our work, uh, our workplace environment uh, policy and training offering, and uh, getting pretty enthusiastic about it. And he looked at me and he said, "You really are an entrepreneur at heart, aren't you?" And I thought, "Yeah, yeah, I am." He said, "You know, that's always uh, always shows you're always willing to have a new idea. You're always open to new ideas." And I was just really pleased that. Out of all the things they, that come out, um, the fact that I'm on, an entrepreneur uh, uh, is is what is sticks is what sticks out and is repeated back to me because I think that at heart is uh, is what I am. And you know, uh, this gentleman is a very senior uh, uh, engineering executive, and that couldn't be more different in some ways than public relations. But he's still interested in personalities, and I think regardless of your industry. Uh, 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 you uh, you shouldn't be afraid to be yourself. And if yourself is an introvert, that's okay too. Uh, you, you don't have to uh, uh, be the uh, most vocal person in the wor- room because over time people will learn to realize um, uh, that what you what you say matters, even if you're not saying something all the time. I think another uh, something I'm thinking about as you were talking about this is that. Um, 
from the employee's perspective and friend from the employer's perspective the whole the very beginning of the show talked about the fact that um, Bureau of Labor Statistics says that people hold an average of 10 jobs in their life um, the idea that uh, sadly in some, in a lot of cases for us is that the folks that come to work for us um, they join and then they move on they go to something else and that's just a, a way of life so both both parties need to be aware of that and just the other just this week I think a very positive thing we heard in one of our meetings merit, um, was the fact that uh, it, it is true that some in a in a particular job that uh, you know folks have come and they've gone, but they left with um, with a great resume, uh, you know behind you know. So a lot of times it's mm-hmm. that that that's something that happens. That's part of you know what are you looking for? And one of them may be you know not just I need to punch this ticket. It's that. I need to get experience in this particular area. And then when we both shake hands, because we're happy for them moving on, maybe to something else they want to do in life, that we it's been a beneficial experience for both parties. Oh, yeah. To me, every former employee is a, is a potential future client. Mm-hmm. So, and, we, um, and we've seen that. We've seen that happen, um, certainly, with, with some of our former employees who have... Uh, We've got two former employees who've become clients. It's a, it can be a beautiful thing. So it, it is a di- it, it is a challenge. You know, I, I think the best way to handle it from our perspective, if we're if we, if we are the people employing these these folks, is to do everything we can, um, not to to hang on to them with, with you know like grabbing them and saying, oh gosh, I hope they don't leave. I hope they don't leave. Sure, we 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 may hope they don't they, they not leave, but I think it pays great dividends on our part if we. Uh, from our, the employer treats folks well, uh, does everything they can to get them uh, trained, uh, to give them experiences they, they they need, and if they choose or need to move on in life for whatever reason, uh, yeah, to your point, they become clients, or at the very least, they they you know they when when someone talks to them to be a reference or something, um, they give you know the kind of review that we would like to have, like well, hey, Vox is a cool company, a great place to work, they, you know they. Uh, so anyway, yeah, and I, th- I think the last um, uh, statement um, you know I would make on personal branding is again, don't be afraid to be yourself, but also uh, don't be afraid to try and make things better. If you have ideas, if you have uh, requests, people want to hear that. However, uh, one issue, um, uh, w- one thing I would definitely say, if there's an issue, if there's a problem, there's a concern. Uh, that you have when you're talking uh, to leadership, one thing that always goes uh, w- goes over well with me is if there are several solutions in your head that you've already thought of. I love mm-hmm. when people come to me with solutions because right. then I don't have to. Not just complaints. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that's our, our folks. Mm-hmm. Our, our folks tend to be creative that way, and so we're, we're fortunate, yes. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I definitely uh, make sure you check out Vox Optima PR on Facebook because we're pretty funny there. But uh, Gary is on Facebook at least once a week. I'm there every day. We're pretty funny. Join us, friend us, follow us. Of course, then there's uh, Vox uh, at Vox Optima on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. And I can't emphasize enough as we're talking about personal brands. Really, really, really need you to check out www.voxoptima.com slash careers because we are hiring, y'all. We are looking for all sorts of PR people. So please uh, 
check out our uh, positions and get a resume and a cover letter and your brand profile to jobs at voxoptima.com. I think that's all we've got today for the brand ambassadors. Boy, this was a, a good show talking about people and employees and the work we love to do. Uh, we are, uh, I think also, this is our next to last show. I'm pleased to say that we have been renewed by uh, the Voice America Network. So we will be continuing with another 14-week series of the brand ambassadors. Uh, so for Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton, Merritt Hamilton Allen, and we'll be talking to you next week and for weeks to come. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.